It is time now for Making Sense of the Markets with Lori Pinkowski. Lori is a Senior Portfolio Manager at Canaccord Genuity. Good morning, Lori. Good morning, Simi. How are you? I'm good. Thanks. How are those markets doing today? Well, markets are slightly in the red this morning, but that's you know somewhat normal after we've had such a strong rally over the past four to five weeks. Uh, major indices are still up, you know, fifteen percent plus since their lows in mid June. Uh, I think what investors are doing this week is really assessing retail earnings. I mean, Walmart and Home Depot reported better than expected earnings yesterday, so uh, you know people were excited about that. Uh, and then we had Target and Lowe's this morning. Uh, kind of having mixed quarters, slightly missing expectations. And I think that's what investors are focused on this week. Right, because their sales were good, right? But it was revenue wasn't great because they had to slash a lot of, of their prices. Well, exactly. They're trying to get rid of inventory at this point. And again, when you take a look at a company like Target, it is somewhat of a recessionary stock, but they still have a lot of apparel and things. And and consumers are are fairly strong still. That's the thing, even despite this inflationary environment. And, uh, you know, what consumers are focused on spending on, though, has changed from months ago. Uh, Even with gas prices coming down, you know, we may not see a total turn uh, because we're still seeing higher higher prices at the pump. Okay, so then what do we know about the economic data? What are we hearing? Well, we've seen a lot of different uh, mixed economic data coming out. Um, we saw business inventories in the U.S. rise by about 1.4% from the month earlier. Uh, you know, we're seeing um, all different kind of data in, in the real estate market as well. And I think that's something important that we need to be focused on going forward. Uh, of course, we saw Canadian inflation, um, you know, came in uh, at 7.6% for the month of July from the year prior, matching economist expectations. So that was, you know, some good news, although you probably did see on the news that uh, here in BC, it, you know, we're one of the only provinces with inflation uh, moving in the wrong direction. And so that has to do with higher gas prices in some of the provinces as well. So again, the idea is, is that we have likely seen peak inflation. And so, you know, looking at uh, September going forward, you know, how is inflation going to come out in the U.S. as well as in Canada and how are central banks going to react? I think that's, again, uh, you know, is going to be telling for how the remainder of 2022 uh, fares in terms of markets. But in my opinion, I feel like the low for the the current problem that we had this year is likely in. But again, you know, going forward, we have to watch out for the real estate market and, and what, um, you know, all these, you know, jumbo rate increases have done uh, to mortgage rates uh, as they've followed and what that does for uh, real estate investors going forward. Okay. And what about that whole Inflation Reduction Act? There was a lot of big news about this in the U.S. This, and, and that how it's going to tackle the deficit and more. Does that have an impact on the markets? Uh, somewhat. I mean, it was more than a $430 billion package. Uh, it's expected to reduce the deficit by more than $300 billion over a decade. And the new law includes a $369 billion investment in climate and energy policies, $64 billion to extend a policy under the Affordable Care Act to reduce health insurance costs. Uh, and I think probably the most important, a 15% corporate minimum tax uh, aimed at companies that earn more than $1 billion a year. So again, did that have a huge impact? I, I don't think so I think um, mostly this week again is focused on earnings. Uh, you know, in Canada here, look at the inflation rate, and you know, again in, in summer, usually you have the the summer doldrums, but not this summer. I mean, we've had a massive rally, and again, this is why it's important for investors to look forward and not look in the rearview mirror. 
Okay, so now we've talked about the United States quite a bit, but let's talk about BC here too. Um, The BC housing market, real estate is a huge driver of the economy here. But what about these latest stats? Like it looks to me like things are cooling down, Lori. Yeah, you know, and you and I have, have spoken about this over the last few months. You know, there were, there's no way that I could see that the real estate market could maintain the pace that it was uh, when rates are moving much higher. And what we've seen is greater Vancouver home sales fell to a 22-year low in the month of July. Uh, there were just over 1,900 sales in July, a low not seen uh, since July of 2000. And compared to last year, that means unit sales were down 43.5% in greater Vancouver. And again, demand is weak due to, you know, doubling of mortgage rates. Uh, It's eroded affordability. Some analysts say that home prices would need to drop about 25% in order for mortgage payments to be kind of as affordable as they were uh, at the peak of the market earlier this year. So that's important to to look at. And, you know, the thought is, is that uh, prices have already dropped about 15% since February in the lower mainland. Uh, You know, it could be more depending on which market. Um, you know, the property is in. I think for some of the higher end real estate, it's it's tough to to sell. You know, I've been talking to some clients that, you know, their homes have been on the market for months now. And again, that's a very different story than, you know, we were experiencing late in 2021. So, and when you look in the States, I mean, mortgage applications have fallen, um, you know, and, and builder sentiment as well is, is down. Home starts fell 12% in, uh, in July, and that's uh, 3.5% below July of 2021. So the housing market is, is a, you know, a big engine for the economy. And if that falls further uh, as they continue to increase rates and mortgage rates move higher, uh, you know, we could still see, uh, you know, further declining prices in Vancouver real estate, in my opinion. Okay, uh, let's talk about something else that's going to cost people some money, and that is heading. the kids are heading back to school. That's going to cost money. But maybe people are thinking more about savings here, too. Is this a good time of year to start thinking about an RESP? Yeah, RESPs are a great way to save uh, for your children or for your grandchildren for post-secondary education. Um, you know, there's very few ways you get free money from the government, and this is one of them, and you should take advantage of it if you can. And again, that's, you know, if you have uh, additional, you know, cash flow to put towards an RESP, you can invest, um, well, you have a lifetime investment of 50000 per child, uh, and you have, a you know, a lifetime grant of just over 7,000, which really helps people. And so a lot of people choose to invest kind of 2,500 a year. Uh, That way they can maximize the full grant each year of about $500. And again, what we usually recommend when you're opening up an RESP is that you have, if you have more than one child or grandchild, that you look at at a family plan. Because some people are worried, well, what happens if my child doesn't, you know, pursue post-secondary education? Well, then another child is able to use it. And just remember An RESP is an account like any other. When you open uh, an RESP with a financial advisor, you're able to invest in, you know, stocks and or mutual funds. And and just keep in mind that it's a long term horizon for for many people, uh, for for many children. They're opening them up when uh, children are young. And so, you know, you don't want to just be a GIC investor in in RESP. So keep that in mind as well. So, you know, it's always important to talk to a financial advisor about what's right for your family. Uh, But in my opinion, you know, everybody should have an RESP. Most kids are going to be attending some form and it's a wide variety that they allow. I mean, it used to be more restrictive uh, in terms of what uh, what post-secondary 
secondary means and and it's it's a, a wide net. So again, take a look at that. Uh, talk to your financial advisor. It's back to school. It's time to start thinking about that for sure. Oh boy, so much to think about. Lori, thank you. Thanks so much. Have a great have a great day and have a great week, Simi. You too. Thanks. That's Lori Pinkowski, a senior portfolio manager at Canaccord Genuity. And remember, you can contact her team directly. You can give them a call, 604-695-LORI, or you can visit their website at pinkowski.ca. Hey, just very quickly, wanted to go through some of the emails that I was getting here this morning about your nostalgia for Zellers with the news that the Bay is going to revive the Zellers brand. Well, people feel strongly about it. Uh, let's see, Shelly wrote me to say, I'd love to have Zellers back. Shelly said, my favorite Zellers memories involve going to the lunch counter, ordering a cheeseburger platter with a milkshake, she said. It was the one place you could go for your lunch break and not feel uncomfortable eating alone. Those lunch counter lunch counter ladies, she said, in their orange dresses and white aprons. The food was affordable. She loved it. Good memories there, Shelly. Uh, and Lou, thank you for the picture. Lou sent me a picture of Lou's first Club Z Points purchase a kitchen table that Lou got 35 years ago and it's still there and sent me a picture. Looks great. I know people love that whole Club Z thing. I don't know if that part is coming back, but certainly one of the first points programs I think that everybody in Canada thought about, you know, actually joining. Anyway, that's going to be happening in early 2023 if you want to weigh in with your Zellers memories or whether or not you think you're going to shop there. Absolutely. Send it to me, simmy at cknw.com.